Hey, mama. So as many of us know, being a solopreneur is hard. You literally have to wear all the hats in your business, which can be draining and super stressful, especially if it's in an area that's not your expertise. That is one challenge I have faced in my business, and honestly, it has left me burnt out on so many occasions. Since then, I've learned five strategies that allow me to get the support I need without breaking the bank. But before we jump into today's episode, I want to remind you that I'm currently offering podcast audits and strategy sessions. You can learn more at mamaturnmompreneur.com forward slash podcast audit. This will also be linked in the show notes and the episode description. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Hey, mama. Welcome to the Mama Term Mompreneur podcast. I'm Andrea Singletary, a wife, mom of two, podcaster, and former virtual assistant turned podcast strategist and consultant. Friend, I know you're tired of feeling burnt out with your online business. You know it's time to stop building your business solely on social media, but aren't sure how or where to even begin. You dream of starting a podcast, but figuring out how to monetize it leaves you feeling overwhelmed. If you're ready to get the full scoop on how to monetize a podcast and grow your online business without, wait for it, sacrificing motherhood or your sanity, grab your coffee, pull out that notebook and pen, and put in those earbuds and let's dig in. As a solopreneur, managing every aspect of your business can stretch you thin. Throw in being a mom, wife, and all the things, you can easily become overwhelmed with all you have to do to build and run a successful business. Maybe you're not quite where you want to be with your monthly income, so outsourcing full-time may not be an option right now. Or maybe the contractor you want to work with is outside your budget right now. That's okay. When it comes to running a business, we have to be wise with our finances and investments. So I've come up with five hacks that allow you to outsource those tasks you dread without breaking the bank. Now, one thing I want to share before I dive into these five hacks is that I have done each of these. I have tried them out at some point in my business, and I'm currently doing one of these right now in my business. So I am speaking from my personal experiences, and I'm going to be giving examples of what I've experienced implementing these hacks and just to keep it real with you guys. So let's get to these hacks. So the first one is doing a done with you service instead of a done for you service. So I've typically seen that when you do done with you versus done for you, the done with you is a lot cheaper. And that is because you are doing part of the work or doing a majority of the work. And the person you're working with is either like coaching you or guiding you or providing you with the resources. So that way you can get whatever that is that you need to get done. 
So the nice thing with the done with you services is that typically you invest one time and you learn how to do the task or you get support with putting certain systems in place or developing a strategy. So whatever it is that you are paying for, you get that support with that one time. So for example, as I just mentioned, I'm offering a podcast audit and strategy session, and this would be an example of a done with you service. Now, yes, I do the audit, but then when we come together for the strategy session, we are developing that marketing and monetization plan together. We are discussing everything together, and I set it up in a way so that way you know how to do this audit on your own going forward. So this is a done with you service. And then for me personally, I have done quite a few of these done with you services. So last year I did a done with you marketing strategy session with someone who I shared with them my goals and what I was working on and what I was in the process of launching. And so they helped me developing a market strategy for that launch. And so it was one of their low ticket offers and it was just a one-time fee and I did get deliverables. So I got a outline of what we discussed as well as access to the recording of that session with them. So again, these are typically one of the low ticket offers or one of the lower price offers that consultants, service providers will have available And so it's typically something that they can do as a quick one-off and doesn't require as much of their time. They typically have a lot of the things already created and set in place. So that way it's not them having to develop or build or create a lot of things so that you guys can work together. It's already set up and it's something that they're able to do quickly. So that's why they typically price it lower. All right, the second hack is bartering services. So this is something that I have done multiple times in my business and I'm currently doing. So just to kind of give you an overview of how it works. So there's two ways you can do it. You can barter services with someone who you need one of their services and they need one of your services. So with that, you want to make sure that the services that you guys are exchanging are equal. You don't want it to be that they're getting your, you know, $1,500 price service and you're getting their $500 price service. That's not an equal or fair exchange. So you want to make sure that the price point is pretty similar. Another way you can do it is that someone can offer you a service in exchange for a testimonial. And typically they'll ask for a written and video testimonial and to be able to place the testimonial on their website, share it on their social media. So those are two of the ways that you can barter services. My process for deciding on who to work with as far as bartering services or getting a service in exchange for a testimonial is that I typically like to work with either people I know and trust or people who come highly recommended from people I know and trust. And the reason why is that I have had an experience where I worked with someone who I didn't know, they did not come recommended, and it was a really bad experience. 
And we ended up not being able to fulfill the agreement because they did not hold up their end. And I did not feel comfortable giving a testimonial when they didn't do their part. So I highly recommend first looking within your circle, within your network to see if anyone you know is willing to exchange those services with you or if they can recommend someone. Another thing is that you want to make sure that you have a contract in place. And this is huge. This is going to protect both you and the person that you're exchanging services with. Or if you're giving them a testimonial in exchange for their service, that is, you need that layer of protection. Another place that you can look is in Facebook groups. Again, it's at your own risk. But there are Facebook groups that are specifically dedicated to exchanging services. And so you can check around with other people in the group who maybe they have someone that they've exchanged services with and it had like a really good experience. And so you can get a recommendation or a referral from them. So as I've mentioned, I have done this where I bartered services with other individuals and So far, when I've done it with people that I know, it's been a really great experience. You know, it's been really fun working with them and having them, you know, share their expertise with me and vice versa. And it's really nice when you get to work with people you know and you're helping one another grow each other's businesses and providing that support that you need. And even just being able to take that stress off of their hands, you know, when it comes to you providing a service that is not their area of expertise or not something that they're really, you know, want to do. And the same for them doing that for you. So it's a really good feeling. Like, I know not everyone talks about this in the business world. And Honestly, there's nothing wrong with bartering services. You know, as long as it's a fair trade, everyone is doing their part, no one is taking advantage. It can be a really great thing when you're first starting out or, you know, as you're growing your business and you're not quite ready to that point where you're ready to invest in having a contractor take over something in your business monthly. You know, you're not ready to invest in that monthly retainer just yet. So it doesn't mean anything is wrong with you or your business. It doesn't mean that you're not necessarily generating income in your business. It's just that you're not to that point yet where you're ready to grow your team so that it's like a monthly retainer or you bring on an employee or anything like that. So the next hack is an internship. I recently did this where I brought on an intern. So I pretty much taught her the entire process of building a podcast management business, how to get clients, editing, all of that. And in exchange for that, she edits some of my episodes for me. And so this is another great way to get that support you need. One thing I love about this is that you get to train the person in exactly how you do things so that maybe in the future, when you're ready to add someone onto your team, they may be one of the first people that you have in mind because they already know your processes. They know your systems. They know how to work with you. You've already built that um, relationship. 
And the main thing with the internship is that you want to make sure that you have a really good contract in place and that it's a fair exchange. So in addition to you teaching them whatever it is that you're teaching them in your business, you also want to provide a testimonial so that way they are building their own business, building their own portfolio, and it's a fair exchange for them, especially if they're doing a lot of work for you. So maybe they're doing VA work. You want to make sure that it's fair to them and that you're developing good systems so that way they know what they're supposed to be doing. And it's a great time to start creating SOPs in your business. So making sure you have all your systems tracked, you know, your whole processes in place, you know, even creating like Loom video tutorials for all the different things that you do in your business. So that way you're ready when you are at that point in your business to start outsourcing regularly. Okay, so the fourth hack is starting off working with someone at either a few hours a week or starting with their lowest package. Now with this hack, The main thing is really looking at your budget and looking at what you can realistically commit to in the long run. So if you only have, you know, $500 a month, then you need to look at, okay, what are they able to provide for you at $500 a month? So really getting crystal clear on that, especially Typically, when you do a monthly retainer with someone, they like to lock you in for three months. So you want to make sure that you're able to fulfill that three-month commitment and not, you know, you commit to one month and then second month comes and you're like, oh, money's kind of tight. I can't do it. You don't want to be that person. So make sure that it's something that you can realistically commit to for at least three months or however many months they require. Now, the last hack is working with someone new. The reason why I suggested this one is that typically when someone is first starting out, their prices are lower. And that is because they're trying to get their feet wet. They're trying to, you know, get out there, start getting clients. And so they typically start their prices at a much lower rate. Now, the only thing with this is that when you are working with someone new, you're more than likely going to have to train them. And I'm not talking about like the basic onboarding of them, you know, learning your systems and processes, but even specific tasks they may not have any experience with. So the biggest thing when working with someone new and just working with people in general, but especially with this hack, you wanna make sure that you clearly communicate your expectations, what you require of them, what you're looking for. If they complete a task and it's not the way that you wanted it done, then you need to communicate that to them. So you have to have a lot of patience and really work with them. But the nice thing is that kind of similar to the internship is that you really can train them and they can get a lot out of it too, especially if you're willing to invest that time to really teach them different things. So it can be mutually beneficial to the both of you guys. All right, so if you're feeling overwhelmed in running your business solo as a mompreneur, then I highly recommend giving these strategies a try. 
With anything, make sure you're protecting yourself and your business with an ironclad contract. There are no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You need to have a really good contract in place. So as a quick recap, here are five hacks for outsourcing tasks in your business when you have a small budget. So the first one is doing a done with you instead of a done for you service. The second one is barter services or provide a testimonial in exchange for a service. The third one is bring on an intern. The fourth one is start them off at a few hours per week or start with their lowest monthly package. And the fifth one is to work with someone new. All right, so I hope these hacks will help you in finding the support that you need. Again, if you're a podcaster and you've been looking for a way to work with me that is within your budget, a podcast audit and strategy session is one of the ways that you can work with me. And so with my support, we will develop a plan that will grow your podcast and allow your podcast to become the ultimate tool for lead generation. So if this is something that you're like, I need it right now, head on over to mamaturnmompreneur.com forward slash podcast audit. All right, mama, I'll talk to you soon. Mama, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to hang with me. If this podcast gave you the insight you needed to take your online business to the next level, would you do me a huge favor and leave a review? Leaving a review will help us reach all the mamas who are ready to take their current business to the next level through podcasting without sacrificing motherhood or their sanity. I love, love, love reading your reviews. Also, I am all about community and building a village. I would love it if you join me in the Mama Turn Mompreneur Facebook group. Remember, you are doing amazing, Mama. Much love, and I will chat with you again soon.